everyone. Welcome to In the Neighborhood with your hosts, Tim Johnson and Stacy Borho. Together, they are finding out what makes the heart of the Heartland Beat. They sit down with people in your community that lead organizations, businesses, and government. You'll learn who they are and what they're involved in and why. They are the people in your neighborhood. It's In the Neighborhood with Stacy Borho and Tim Johnson. Hi, everybody. My name is Tim Johnson, and we're here with Stacy Borjo, my co-host for 138 shows. Is that where we're at these yeah, days? Yeah, I did one without you. Well, yeah. I guess you did one without me, so it's kind of the way it is. <laughs> uh, so we're we're almost we're coming up on 140. We'll be there real soon. But um, you're watching in the neighborhood on Peoria Life, and we're on Peoria Life, uh, Peoria TV. We're on. Um, WPEO Radio. We are on uh, cable and Facebook and YouTube. Make sure you check us out on YouTube and follow us on YouTube. We're really pushing for that one right now, but if you'd follow that, awesome. Today we're here with Monica Shire. Welcome. Thank you very much. You're making me a little nervous. There's a lot of people watching. Oh, well, you know, <laughs> there's a lot of different ways okay. that people can yeah, watch people us. Okay, yeah, people plug in sure. so many different right. ways now. It's an honor to be here. Thank you for asking Thank me. You. Yes, we widecast across a lot of different things. Impressive. That's, that's the name. So, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, You're with Mid Mood, that's easy for me to say, Midwest Food Bank. Mm -hmm. Uh, tell us about what you do and who Midwest is. Thank you. Well, Midwest Food Bank started back in 2003 in Bloomington uh, by some farmers who had excess and wanted to start sharing that with food pantries. Uh, they realized right away that they wouldn't be able to feed directly those in need. Um, but they wanted to leverage what they were giving. And instead, they decided, you know what, let's give to people who are already serving those in needs in need and thus came a relationship then with local McLean County uh, feeding programs, soup kitchens, uh, food pantries, whatever you want to call them, um, started to go to this family farm in McLean County outside of Bloomington uh, to get excess foods that they would have through either through their farm or that they would get through other, other avenues. Uh, from that, uh, has grown and structured became Midwest Food Bank, a nonprofit organization that then they purchased a warehouse in uh, Bloomington along Veterans Parkway there. And uh, from there, God has just blessed it and uh, has grown the Midwest Food Bank, not because Midwest Food Bank or these, these family farmers want it to grow, but because the need is great and the calling is great to feed those in need. And the Midwest Food Bank has just positioned themselves to do that. So back in 2007, the, the relationships with the, the Bloomington Division here in Peoria, uh, the Midwest Food Bank was birthed in 2007. Just people knowing each other mm -hmm. and through uh, Christian relationships, because we are a very Christian organization, and it has grown. And we've been now in Peoria for 11 years. But beyond that, uh, is Morton has a facility nearby, and they're more of a logistics center and a hub for our Tender Mercies meals. Mm -hmm. um, but our Indianapolis division is ginormous. Our Peachtree City, Georgia location is one of our newer ones, but they've been there for many years as well. Uh, Fort Myers, Florida, uh, Gilbert, Arizona, right outside of Phoenix. 
um, but also uh, other continents uh, like Kenya, Africa is a very unique situation there. And then just most recently, the end of 2017, uh, we opened up in Haiti. Wow. Yeah. So it's far reaching, but it wasn't by our design. It was, uh, or, or even what we were aspiring to do. Um, so the Midwest Food Bank merely procures food. So we gather food. Mm -hmm. Procurement's just a fancy word for that. We gather food and then we connect with those that serve many in need. So there's formal relationships. We give that food then to those agencies, we call them, there are partnering agencies, mm -hmm. they get it for free from us. And then they can feed those in need in the community. Wow, that's probably the most concise answer that we've ever had. <laughs> really? and I'm it, like, well, okay, we're done. We're, uh, we well, can it's <laughs> cool. and you know what, it's a really cool story though. And yeah. it is, it's that simple. It's, it has not been that complex. Has it been easy? Probably not. Um, but it's been a very faithful journey and a very faith-filled journey, and that makes it simple. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The whole time you were talking, it's funny you mentioned that it's a Christian organization because I'm thinking gleaning, which is a biblical mm -hmm. thought of leaving food out in the fields that the poor can come and reap the mm -hmm. food and have something to eat. That's right. Um, and just a really cool concept. Yeah. And the other biblical concept, Jesus said, there will always be poor. So we're not, we're not going to be able to get rid of poverty, and we don't believe that we ever can, but we want to alleviate uh, some of that uh, so that if, if we can get people food, then they don't have money to pay their utility bill or their whatever else that uh, is straining their family right now. Mm -hmm. So while we don't really see the poor of the poor of the poor like we would see in Haiti mm -hmm. or in Kenya, because that's poor, we really don't have that here, it's, but it's a working poor, and it's a real challenge for families. And so, again, based upon what Jesus said, we know the poor will always be there. We're not going to be able to eliminate it, but we can alleviate it. So Stacey and I took a tour of it. Uh, Rotary was there okay. and um, 2012. And so we got to see the machines that they used mm -hmm. to tender bring it up. Yep, the tender. Mm -hmm. um, Tender Mercies, kind of explain what that is. Yeah, Tender Mercies is uh, a really amazing meal. And the story behind it is what makes it even more amazing, but the ingredients are super important. So Larry and Susan Herman, who were instrumental in starting the Midwest Food Bank here in Peoria, um, they they kept getting the, all of these raw ingredients of rice, of textured vegetable protein, which is a soy bean dried base protein source, uh, beans, dried beans uh, galore, but in these big bulks. And so Larry and Susan got to think, w why don't we put those together and make a meal to make it easier for people to feed their families? Mm -hmm. So through our little kitchen, I don't know if you remember it at the Midwest yeah. Food Bank, Larry and Susan just tested and tested and tested. Um, they worked with a registered dietitian, Marjorie Lafon, who is on our board, and she has a lot of connections with uh, the uh, U of I Extension Office, and they helped put together this formulation with a seasoning mix that's chicken flavored with no chicken fat in it. You know how that goes. Um, some vitamins and minerals in there as well. Did a ton of research, tested it, and so now we have this bag uh, that has textured vegetable protein, 
dehydrated fractured pinto beans, um, as well as, let's see, I said the white rice, as well as enriched white rice as well, and then a flavoring nutritive additive that you just add water to, you bring it to a boil, you simmer it, and it is yummy. It's it, very it yummy. It is good. It's we very, very good. It. Yeah, we yeah. did. The tour. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, so from the kitchen at Midwest Food Bank, uh, that grew into a whole program. And we hand-packed that in the Peoria division. Since you guys have been there, the machine has now moved over to Morton. Okay. And so in Morton, which is our, our international and national hub for Tender Mercies program, they produce it mass mass quantities <laughs> a lot yeah. of that is going to haiti right now um but when we have big orders so to speak of the tender mercies product then they crank up that machine they get the ingredients in there and it spits out the hundreds and thousands of bags but we we get to hand pack it which is so super cool mm -hmm. um because just Regular people get to come in. Um, they have to wear hair nets and gloves because we do have uh, health standards that we have to have safety packaging, and they package it by hand. And they get a they get to do that um, just in in great fellowship and community with each other. Mm -hmm. And I think that blesses the tender mercies without them even knowing it. And then it gets. In, put into cases, onto pallets, and then we wait for people to ask for it. Um, it does cost us to do that. Um, we have a small following of uh, donors that like to contribute uh, monthly for that Tender Mercies program. Um, but on a regular basis, we ask that if people want it, that they sponsor it. So sponsor the case. Um, it is just $22 for 40 bags. It feeds to over 250 people for wow. $22. And it's highly nutritious. So, so you switched that around. Because have you gotten to do that before? Just with Making the that, that one day. Okay. Yeah. Because I've been there a few times way back when and, and gone with groups mm -hmm. um, to mm -hmm. do that. So Yeah, it's really a great project. We have corporate um, mm -hmm. Groups come in. It's a team building exercise mm -hmm. for them, where they get to make fun of each other in in the hats, and um, <laughs> but they got to work together because everything has to be measured, weighed. So there's some quality with it as well. Mm -hmm. um, but then we'll have, you know, the Boy Scouts come and do it as well. Um, in the evenings, we have evening groups that do that um, right. sometimes as well. So it's a really great way for the community to be engaged in a product that really makes a huge impact um, to those that, that get it. Sure. We actually took some with us to Brazil on a mission Great. trip I went with uh, Richwoods. And that was the first time we were able to do that, though. So is that something maybe you guys have changed over time? We, we still do that all the time. Mm -hmm. Right now we're packaging some for South Africa. Mm -hmm. um, there is a, a friend of ours from Arizona who is, who is really starting to uh, grow a ministry in South Africa. And she wants to deliver tender mercies there as an, in an effort to just build that relationship of that sure. ministry there to reach the people you know sometimes if you can just get people food mm -hmm. then really a lot of the because that's a basic need is food and if you can feed someone then you can help them in other ways as well um, because if they're not nourished what what are they going to do especially children mm -hmm. if they're not well nourished how are they going to pay attention to school and and just do their you know, pay attention at home, be a family. So that basic need is very important. So we have uh, people who go off to missions, 
whether it's students or, or big church groups that will uh, get a whole bunch, or a student who will just bring $22 and say, I need enough for the suitcase. I'm sure. taking two suitcases, one for me and one for Tender Mercies, and that goes wherever they go. We don't even know where it's been all throughout the United States, but it's been all over the United States That's so cool. and the world. Wow. So do you do things like uh, when there's a hurricane or anything like that, do you send food out that? Yes. So Tender Mercies is one of the major programs that we have. Uh, another major program that we have is our disaster relief efforts. So we are first responders for Salvation Army emergency mm -hmm. services. And that hasn't always been the case. But when, uh, let's see, what year was it? Two, 2005, um, when the hurricane down in Louisiana hit. Uh, huge devastation. Um, we took a semi-load of food down there, and the Salvation Army connected with Midwest Food Bank down there and said, can you bring more? And at the end of all of that, there were more than 150 semi-loads full of food and supplies that the Midwest Food Bank took down into that area for months after because it was so devastating down there. So that got the attention of the Salvation Army. It wasn't something that we were trying to do. We just knew we wanted to meet the need. But uh, the Salvation Army took notice and said, will you partner with us? And we said, yeah, we would love to partner with you. And so since that time, we've been first responders for disaster relief with the Salvation Army. We're honored to do that. Um, so if you go into our warehouse, either in Bloomington or Peoria on any given day, you will see boxes. And they are uh, family food boxes that have um, some toiletry needs, mm -hmm. but mainly food needs that will sustain about a family of four about five days. Um, it's got the Salvation Army logo on it. It's got the Midwest Food Bank logo on it. We put that together on our dime, um, but there's two semi-loads on our shelves at all time. Wow. So that if the Salvation Army does call, then we will have a truck on the road within 24 hours going wherever it is needed. Mm -hmm. And we've done that multiple times. Um, last year we had record number of loads in a long time. There were 33 loads that went down into the uh, Florida, Texas, mm -hmm. a little bit into Alabama where there was all that flooding and there was a storm that came through. So um, some of our tender mercies went over on an airplane to Puerto Rico to help there. So we partnered with another ministry to get that over there. So disaster relief is very important to us. Mm -hmm. We don't we can't mobilize all of that. All we do, we're good at getting food together and we'll get it. So the Salvation Army tells us where that goes. So it is their disaster relief. We merely respond on their behalf. We love to hear about partnering. That's really yeah. cool. Well, it's important. Yeah. We can't we can't do it alone. Right. And the Midwest Food Bank, we've we can't do everything either. Mm -hmm. We can't. So there are only certain things we can do. And we found that we're able to do some things very, very well, like the Tender Mercies, disaster relief. And then the other main thing that we do is we get food to, to partnering agencies. Those are, are those feeding programs within our community that need help getting food on their shelves. Um, they can't buy it. Um, they can buy a little. Mm -hmm. uh, they have a huge need. And so we're able to supply food to them literally on a weekly basis. We have some, one of our partnering agencies are coming into the Midwest Food Bank every day, Monday through Friday, getting food that we need to get off of our shelves so that they can get it into the hands of families that are needy.
So how does that work? Do you have a day during the week where a lot of them come all at once yes. to yes. keep that flow going in and yes, out? Yes, exactly. So every day we have some agencies that come because we have highly perishable stuff sure. that needs to go, whether that's fresh bread or fresh produce, the, the, some dairy products that, that have to go out more often. Mm -hmm. But we more robustly give away that food one week every month where we have 202 partnering agencies that come in four days. They bring their trucks, their trailers, their vans, whatever whatever they can mm -hmm. take home um, to their food pantries or their feeding programs, they can stock their shelves. And so we do that once a month, and that's, again, the most robust time of the month. Mm -hmm. uh, we have lots of volunteers that come, anywhere from 50 to 60 volunteers come every day, and it's, they basically do it. Our volunteers mm -hmm. service our partnering agencies to get that food. So then we also truck food. We truck food uh, locally here, but um, there are some uh, partnerships that we have that are so far away that it would be so hard for them to come. They can't come, mm -hmm. so we go to them. Wow. We take semi-loads full of food to the Quad Cities so that agencies there in the Rock Island, Davenport area, Moline, East Moline, and all those smaller areas there, uh, there are 35 uh, excuse me, 33 partnering agencies that we take food to once a month. Um, then we also go to Quincy, Illinois as well, where there are 12 agencies there that we truck food to. And then we go to uh, Iowa, um, Oakville, Iowa, just north of Burlington. That's about every other month where there is very small agencies there that pick up. And then we also go to Harlan, Kentucky, to the Appalachian Mountains. Um, lots of poverty there. It's absolutely amazing, really amazing. So I, I'm going to talk forever. Yeah. I feel like yeah, I need we, to shut up. Yeah, we have a couple <laughs> minutes left. But um, my goodness, we want to get people connected with volunteerism. That's yeah. really one of our missions awesome. for this show. Mm -hmm. How do people get involved? Well, all they have to do is call us. Um, go to our website uh, at peoria.midwestfoodbank.org, and there's actually a way to connect to volunteer. Uh, then or they can also call us at 309-691-5270. Um, or if you just Google us or look us up online, you'll find our phone number that you can reach out to us. We have such a generous community here, mm -hmm. and it's such a serving community. Even though Peoria is huge, it, there are so many people who want to connect, and that just, it, it's amazing to us. Last year alone, we had the equivalent of 18 full-time employees. That's what the volunteers worked in, mm -hmm. our, in our facility, whether that's inputting data, whether that's filing things, whether that's sweeping the floor or moving food. So we couldn't possibly hire 18 full-time employees, but our volunteers have fulfilled that need. Um, so we have a lot of volunteer opportunities, especially during that distribution. Mm -hmm. um, but specifically, if I can ask for what we need, need um, right now we need drivers. Oh. So we are trucking a lot of food. We have to go pick it up and we have to drop it off. So that is a specific skill set of someone who's a CDL licensed driver. We need the A for the big trucks, mm -hmm. the semis, but we also have a smaller truck that needs a B license. And so we can use CDL licensed drivers. That is probably our number one need um, that we have a gap. Um, the other would be local drivers. We go to our grocery stores um, every day 
and we need drivers to do that as well. But groups are welcome. Um, older kids are, are, are welcome. Uh, families are welcome. Church groups are welcome. Businesses are welcome. It's a great um, team building exercise. It's a great time to fellowship, to come to the Midwest Food Bank and just give of time. So give us your website. It's peoria.midwestfoodbank.org. All right. Make sure you go there and check them out and volunteer. Take some time, uh, especially if you have your CDL. I don't remember which <laughs> CDL version I have, but uh, I'll Ooh, have to check that out. You have to look at it. <laughs> <laughs> Midwest Food Bank. We've been talking with Monica uh, Shire of the Midwest Food Bank. Thank you so much for your Thank time. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. PeoriaLife.com.